Hello, I'm Debs. And I'm Hannah, and welcome to The Write-Off, a podcast for the everyday writer. Even if you don't write every day. Whether you're hoping that what you're working on will one day be a Sunday Times bestseller, or you're simply putting words on the page for the pleasure of it, The Write-Off is a podcast for every writer on the journey. You might be squeezing your writing time in around multiple jobs or childcare, or even just around the ebbs and flows of your own enthusiasm. But we're here to say, us too. And welcome to episode three of series three of The Write-Off. Hi Deb. Hello Hannah. Welcome everyone. Welcome. This episode is called Where Do We Go From Here? <laughs> and it's basically all about the decisions we make as writers um, when we're plotting our stories and the way in which um stories can like move and twist sometimes without us even realizing that's what's going to happen um and I suppose it covers a whole range of things from yeah plotting to writer's block it's about the decision making process of writing which is sometimes I think completely subconscious yeah I would say I don't think I've ever finished a piece of writing um, for it to be the product that I'd originally intended it to be yeah because it changes and moves and you make decisions like you say about decisions you make decisions along the way yeah I think even when you think you have meticulously plotted something I mean I say this as someone who barely plots a thing um, but even when you think you know exactly how a story well because obviously you are the person who invents the story in the first place when you sit down to write something you are the creator so even when you sit down and you think this is a story I'm going to write it always moves and twists and turns and dances away from what you thought it was going to be and I actually find that quite fascinating I think um there's that sense sometimes when you're writing uh, of like the words almost coming from somewhere else it can yeah. be quite sort of mysterious and sort of, um, yeah, kind of magical. Not not to sound too airy-fairy with it, but like, yeah, I think there's sometimes a real magic to it because it can feel as though the words are just flowing into you and out onto your computer on a good writing day, on a good writing <laughs> day. <I'd add. laughs> I, I totally agree with that. I think there is a certain magic to it. And and like you say, it has to be in those moments, you know, it's not all the time, otherwise we'd, we'd be, you know, producing a novel every couple of months. Um, but <laughs> on those days, I, I think they're the days when you, re- you remember why you're doing it as well. Yeah. There's that like spark. Yeah. Yeah. When it, when it all connects and it just flows, yeah, they are the days where you're like, you really realise why you love to write but you say that you don't really plot what do you do especially like you're writing a novel you know that it has to get somewhere and you know that there have got to be points along the way in which to get to that point so how do you go about doing that yeah you see I think actually (laughs) I think I would be a much better writer if I just taught myself a little bit I always resist plotting partly because I find it quite hard and I don't know I guess there's a part of me that feels restricted by having too much written down before I start but then the problem I have 
because I haven't formally plotted anything is that I get a bit lost. So I feel like I have it all held inside my head. I have the sort of outline of a story inside my head and I'm sort of working on a sort of linear line, working my way through the story and then obviously branches will come out as I'm going, which is exactly what's happened with this first draft of of my book that I'm now editing. And the edit is hard because I've gone off on a million tangents, which I think probably would have happened anyway, even if I had done a really like sort of, you know, you see people who literally do like spreadsheets for their plotting. And even if I was that person who was able to, you know, put together a document like that, that keeps me on the path, I still think I would go off on a million tangents. Yeah, same. And it's pulling all those strings together. I think that is what makes the editing process such a skill because you have to weave all those things back into the narrative of your story, decide which offshoots are redundant, decide which ones need to be developed. It is like teasing out the knots and weaving it all back in. I'm doing a lot of um, kind of like weaving uh sort of references but (laughs) (laughs) but but that is you're right it's a skill because we talk about writing and that magic and and where the words come from when you're feeling inspired like that this is a different part of the brain that you have to use it's a a completely different aspect to writing because it's problem solving yeah And, and when you're initially writing something down and putting it on the page and you know creating that magic um, you don't have to worry about all of that stuff. But then when you're coming back to it, that's when you have to. I, I actually quite enjoy problem solving, especially yeah. when you you kind of have an aha moment and go, actually, I'll tie that into that storyline over here. Or I love those light bulb moments. And sometimes it'll be like two completely different aspects of the story that you had no idea were going to kind of like intertwine or uh, reference each other. And then yep. suddenly you're like, oh, there's a theme here or there's a reference here or there's a callback to something that's happened before. And you had no idea. You think, oh, I'm quite clever. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you're like, I didn't really know I was going to do that. I remember um, listening to Vari McFarlane talk about um, her f- writing her first novel. Um, and she just wrote that, um, you know, as a debut novelist, having never written a, a novel before and having been a journalist previously and then when she sort of sort of looked back on it having had it published she was like oh all of my um the plot line is quite complex because there's the main protagonist and then there are also like um b characters or whatever they're technically called (laughs) Um, uh, and they're also having like a separate subplot that's quite complex as well. And there's lots of strands to the story that eventually end up being, you know, resolved in the sort of final chapters of the novel. She was sort of saying, you know, that she had no idea that that's what she was doing until later on when she was writing like other novels. And she was like, oh, <laughs> I kind of <laughs> did that by accident. It's quite complex. And I think it's interesting how sometimes you have no idea what's going to come out of your writing until you've written it definitely some authors say when they finish something they put it out into the world it no longer belongs to them yeah I feel a bit like that where I revisit some of the stuff that I've I know I know it's a different thing but some of the stuff that I've written 
especially when like us we don't have much time and and so there are gaps between when you've written it and when you go back and reread it um where I actually don't think that belongs to me and in doing that sometimes I think that can lead to you surprising yourself in those ways and being like oh especially when there's like writing a novel there's thousands of words Mm. it's so involved it's such a beast that like there will will be those different aspects to your writing that you kind of don't see until you tie it all together yeah I kind of think of it as seams there are sort of seams of good writing in my first draft and as I'm going through it I kind of stumble across them and I'm like oh here's a a little pocket of half decent writing and it it you know I'm saying that about my own writing which is always a bit embarrassing um but you know it, it it'll be like maybe a chapter or a couple of paragraphs where I'm like oh it's clearly vibing with myself <laughs> on this day maybe that's when the magic was happening well done Hannah from the past <laughs> <laughs> um but I think maybe that is just first draft territory because obviously there's a lot of schmunts and then every now and again you know there's a little bit of stuff where I'm like oh yeah this is the stuff that I'm aiming for the whole thing to be like but you are right about the kind of like distance the distance thing when you revisit your work it's a weird thing when you feel like you're almost reading words that belong to someone else but they are your words but when you don't plot when there's less plotting going on and more um a reliance on just going with the flow you're less likely to remember it until you revisit it as well because it's just kind of um but it's improvisation yes and like I I really think everyone's different but I think I do rely on improvisation and I really enjoy it yeah I think I totally agree I definitely think a lot of what I do as a writer is just pure improvisation I wish that I could be more structured it's something I want to work on because I think I would be more efficient maybe only marginally but it would anything would help if I did kind of sit back a little bit and think about structure and think about where I am going because most of the time I don't do that I'm just uh, writing and reacting writing and reacting writing and reacting and sometimes that does create magic and sometimes that does create you know that is just a really wonderful kind of thing to do because you're like oh I had no idea I was going to end up here but I did because I just reacted to the next thing and the next thing yeah yeah like I like I said before I find that I always expect a certain outcome or or a bit like you I'm learning to expect it less and less as I realize kind of my process but I set out to do a certain thing or have a certain outcome in in a scene or scenario that I sit down and write then I kind of improvise up until that planned point but in the improvising inevitably or most of the time find something more interesting than the thing that I set out to achieve in that section of writing. Yeah. So then it's kind of like, if I put too much down, then that won't happen. That better thing that might come from me just improvising. But equally, obviously that, it takes some confidence and trust in yourself to kind of stand on the precipice and go, I'm gonna go over there. Um, It's gonna be a bit of a leap. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but on the way is 
the good, where the good writing happens. Oh, I love that. It would be like you, like you said, it would be nice to plan. So I've tried that thing. You know what I've tried is the, the, po- the post-it notes across the, yeah. <laughs> I, I love the idea of it. And I love the aesthetics of it, of being yeah. like, it's, it's the notions thing, isn't it? Of being a writer with my, with my post-it notes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then the more that I go along, the more the kind of bits further up don't matter anymore. And maybe yeah. that's it. Maybe I have to go with the flow of that and, and take them down and, and put up something else that I think is the next destination to which I need to reach in my writing and just be a bit more flexible with it. But instead I just stare at it and go, well, that doesn't mean anything to me anymore. And then I don't bother. I know exactly what you mean. I think um, because I would be lying if I said I hadn't done some plotting for this book. I'm not trying to pretend that I'm just sort of some just kind of like literally feeling my way through the dark I I do have a plot in my head and I have written down but it's like I I guess what I need is kind of like beats and I'm just kind of like trying to hit the certain beats in the story yeah and then sometimes what I thought I was gonna hit doesn't manifest but yeah I'm totally the same about the um the notion the notion of having all these like um post-it notes and actually my sister gave me a whiteboard um and I was like so excited to put this whiteboard on my wall on my wall (laughs) being filled with really interesting like notes and flashes of inspiration and like bullet points and and there's fuck all on that whiteboard (laughs) (laughs) horrible glaring empty white whiteboard so um, on the subject of where do we go from here, what do you think of writer's block? Do you experience it? And if you do, what do you do about it? I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely do experience it. Well, I wouldn't say that I necessarily experience it in the sense where I've got absolutely nothing, but I definitely experience it in the sense where I just can't get going. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it tends to be with me is that I know what I have to do. I know what I would like to do and I just can't get it onto the page. That's my kind of version of writer's block. I don't know if you relate to that. It's weird. I find it weird when some people say there's no such thing as writer's block. Yeah. Because I think in any art, there has to be periods where you lack inspiration it's not even just lacking inspiration. I think I experience it where literally like, where do you go from here? Like I'll be in the middle of something. And because like we said of the way, the way that I plot, um, sometimes I will be like, okay, now I actually need to work out where this is going to go. And that's when I get writer's block. Yeah. I think it's the pressure of being the decision maker. Sometimes I don't know if you relate to that, but, um, I mean, this is probably where like workshopping can be helpful because sometimes I would really like someone to make a suggestion or um, to, t- to, you know, be quite freeing to have someone say, oh, we should do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, definitely. It's when I think the um, editorial relationship must be really amazing because obviously you have to have already written something for an editor to be working with you, but um having those notes, having that different eye, I guess that 
that's kind of invaluable. But when you've got to do it yourself and make those decisions yourself, sometimes the decision-making process, if you're not having one of those magical periods where it's just happening and it feels like it's being sent from a higher plane to your computer, (laughs) (laughs) it can feel, yeah, it can feel quite like a slog, I guess. I think you've nailed it on the fact that it's about decision-making because then comes second-guessing yourself. Because if you take a character in a certain direction or a plot in a certain direction, you kind of can't go back. No, and that is it, isn't it? Unless you are going to literally unknit your whole story, which sometimes you do have to do. But with writer's block, I think, I know that lots of people use like writing prompts and, you know, writing exercises just as a way of kind of like, I don't know, kickstarting your creativity. And I think I don't do that enough. I kind of forget that those things are out there for me to access. Do you know what I find? I I do want to do it, but then I kind of resent the time that it's going to take me to do it. But it's really counterintuitive. (laughs) I'm not doing anything then. I'm not doing the right exercise. I don't want to do that exercise. I'd much rather sit and stare at an empty screen. (laughs) As much as I'm the same. And you feel like, oh, why am I going to go over there and do that exercise? It's nothing to do with what I'm doing when I could be cracking on. But those things, when you do do them, they really do unlock your creativity. And even if it kind of doesn't lead you to anywhere towards developing what you're working on, it can at least give you a confidence back and give you an enjoyable experience of writing, I guess. Yeah, I need to remember that next time. I've spent like 90 minutes staring at my screen because I think sometimes just breaking away, you know, when you are stuck and you don't know what to do next, just breaking away from what you're stuck on and and actually often doing something completely different is, is a really good way of dislodging that blockage. <laughs> and, I, and there's nothing, <laughs> and there's nothing to say that you can't, um, can't be working you know you can't be working on what you're working on with one of the exercises if you were doing something like character development yeah do you know what in fact talking about this now has actually made me realize that that is probably what I need to do at this stage of where I am with my writing processes probably do need to do a few things like that I probably do need to do a little bit of like character development or world building which you can often find from focusing in on something through a writing exercise and the the benefit of that kind of work is it's fun as well yeah I think that's the thing I think sometimes that's what I forget I see it as another thing on the to-do list that I don't have time for and I'm forgetting actually I would really enjoy doing it and then be reminded of why it's supposed to be an enjoyable experience (laughs) (laughs) and why you do it um well there you go we've got some homework (laughs) I don't like calling it homework because then I start sweating (laughs) so as a writer Hannah where do you go from here I go back to my edits (laughs) (laughs) said with enthusiasm after you do the nice fun exercises to work in character development of course but what about you Deb where are you going from here as a writer well I I know where I need to go from here I need to stop 
going from short story to short story and adding to it. So it's like, it's the, the ones that are kind of most interested in, but equally it's not getting me to an end product. So I need, so where I go from here is that I need to just pick one and finish it. Well, that's a good focus to have, Deb, because if you can get one story kind of like polished to a point where you feel you could hand it over to someone else, then you've got, yeah, that's a big achievement. And it has a lot of potential because there's loads of places you can send that story. Yeah. Again, it's decision-making, but in a different way. Which one? Um, (laughs) But yeah, that's, that's where I go next. At least we know where we're going. Well, I look forward to hearing how you got on with it, Deb. Yeah, you too. And I hope everyone who's listening knows where they're going to next. And if you are going through writer's block, maybe try what we're going to try and do some work on your characters, because that's always fun improv. Thanks for this chat, Deb. I've actually found it really helpful. Not like I don't don't normally, but yeah. (laughs) Sounds so surprised. Me too. I've really enjoyed it and um, look forward to chatting to you again soon. Uh, Good luck with your writing. Thanks. Good luck with your writing. And good luck with your writing, everyone. Yeah, keep going. Bye. If you have enjoyed today's episode, then please do subscribe, rate and review us. It helps people to find us and every listen and download to our little podcast really does make a difference and we really do appreciate it.